Welcome to the next podcast for Millinery Info. This episode is with Rebecca Scher, the founder of Hat Atelier. You may recognize Rebecca as she has joined us before on a previous episode as we talked about her winning Oaks Day Millinery Award piece and her career. She joins us again to share about her new project, Hat Atelier. This podcast is possible thank you to the support of our podcast sponsors, the Millinery Association of Australia, Catherine Cherry Millinery, Hat Academy, The Essential Hat, Hat Atelier, Louise McDonald Milliner, and we would like to welcome Hatter's Millinery Supply as our latest sponsor. You can find a link to each of their businesses in our show notes, either on your podcast app or through our website. We would love to invite you to become a sponsor of the podcast series yourself. You can register through our website. If you do have any questions about being a sponsor, just send us through a message and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Rebecca, for joining us today on the Millinery Info podcast for the second time. But you're back <laughs> with a different project this time, Hat Atelier. Thank you yes. for joining us. Oh, thanks, Lauren. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> <laughs> Our pleasure. And so let's start with what is Hat Atelier? Well, I'm glad you pronounced it properly because I'll just put it out there that I didn't really know how to pronounce it. So I do say it a few different ways and just cover it in my lessons so yeah <laughs> um look it really it's just a little passion project that um i had burning in me for a little while and that is to do a website that focuses on online courses and um, now we've ventured into um, I've ventured into virtual live um, courses via zoom um, so it's really just giving a holistic approach to um to learning millinery no matter where you are in the world and i'm focused on contemporary techniques which I guess is what my work is um, and my designs is mainly um, centered around and um, yeah I just wanted to bring anything that's yeah contemporary modern new um, things that I'm working on I've got free millinery tips and tricks and they are um, you know focused on the things that I guess the questions I had when I first started out like just little things like you know, where do you get those hat labels from? Or what is that material? Or uh, God, I don't know what hat boxes to buy. And it's just all those things that I, I guess we all have to go through and figure out ourselves. And so in an effort to just sort of make that a little bit easier and to just share those experiences that I've had and what I've done, and it's not necessarily the right way, the only way, but it's just what I've done. And I've had a lot of questions over the years from milliners around the world that have just sort of said, you know, oh, I love those little metal labels that you've got. Where did you get them from? And, and I just thought, you know, why am I holding on to all of this valuable information? Yes, it's great for my brand, but you know what? If I can help milliners out there and um, yeah, um, boost their brand as well, which is ultimately what I want to do is to, is to inspire other milliners and, um, you know, not always teaching them, but just inspiring them and to be better than um, and to achieve more and, um, and put their own spin on it. And um, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm doing that with Hatatelia and um, yeah, the courses that I've released. What has the process been to build the website as it is at okay. the moment? Well, the, the process has been um, challenging. It's been a massive learning curve. Um, yeah, look, it's um, bigger than Ben-Hur, but you know what? Um, I do love a challenge and um, it's been um, something that I'm extremely proud of. And 
look, I will say it's, um, yeah, it's been hard. There's been some tears, um, some joy, but you know what? It's all worth it when, when you're passionate about something and you absolutely want to share ideas and, um, you know, get your designs out there and um, inspire other milliners. It's so rewarding. Then it makes it all completely worthwhile. Um, when I receive beautiful messages from, and, beautiful testimonials from milliners around the world that are loving the courses. So yeah, look, it's been, it's been, um, oh, I don't know, like six, eight months worth of really hard yakka. Um, and look, you know, I've, I've learnt so much and I'll take that on board moving forward. And, um, you can only grow if you're not growing, you're not moving forward. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, that's, that's what it's about for me and taking on new challenges. So yeah. So um, at the moment, I had a bit of a look at the website the other day. You've mm -hmm. got um, some different structures of how someone can take a class. What's the kind of options that you have available at the moment? Yep. So we have online courses and they are primarily our delu my deluxe courses and they are completely professionally recorded uh, videos that are broken up into all little chapters. So uh, they're also accompanied with PDF documents with patterns and material or tool lists. Um, so it's really easy to follow. And because it's broken down into little chapters of videos, you can go, oh, I just want to work out how to attach that wire. And there it is how to put the wire in so you can just go straight to it so those online courses are deluxe um, video courses that you have once you purchase it it's unlimited access on any um, device and you can then um, continue watching them for a lifetime so it's great um, and then I've just released virtual um, live courses which are selling out uh, newly sold out which is fantastic um, so they're my virtual live courses which are specifically run via zoom and they are they have a set date and time um yeah and i, I actually scheduled them um i guess more for the australian audience um purely because i like my sleep and um <laughs> actually had quite a few milliners from the UK, from the USA, from Spain and Africa. So yeah, I've had quite a few bookings. So it's really lovely. So the, it's just so nice to connect um, in a real time, interactive way um, of learning millinery and touching base and actually seeing and meeting milliners that I've had messages from from around the world and us to actually be in that um, learning environment where they, you know, and I've had beautiful messages. They're like, oh, I finally got to see you. I mean, and meet you, but not really, but you know, sort of <laughs> so yeah so you know it's a, it's a lovely way to um to engage and um i guess you know with every everything that's going on in the world right now with COVID 19 and the isolation it's just so lovely to um you know just chit chat about hats and what we're all passionate about um yeah so they're the virtual um classes and i've also um got a series of videos which are free millinery tips and tricks and these are just as I was mentioning before, just my little tips and tricks that um, I wanted to know when I first started out 24 years ago and um, and questions that I get received from, from milliners. And sometimes I'm a little bit protective and I think, oh, I don't really want to release that information right now. Or, you know, why should I? I've spent years trying to work that out. But, you know, I just feel like, why am I holding on to what kind of boxes I use or how I package and, you know, where did those metal labels come from? And, um, you know, like beautiful hat spools that everyone's like, where did you get those, those 
old woolen um, braid spools from. They're just beautiful. And now um, uh, Hatblocks Australia are making them. I've asked Daryl to make them. So, you know, just little tips like that. It's like, um, if I can make it easier for someone else to, um, you know, set their business up and just um, navigate through those little things that do take a while to, to learn, um, you know, that's, I guess, what the site is aimed at. Um, and they're the lessons that um, I'm offering at the moment. Yeah. So what goes into recording one of your um, video lessons? Oh, there's a lot of um, swear words <laughs> and <laughs> a lot of delete no I'll start again there's there's a lot of that going on <laughs> and then after that um yeah look there's so much preparation you know if, if if anyone's ever taught it's um there is just so much prep work prep work and I think um I probably do too much prep work where I've just about got every single stage of every single piece and it's every single stitch um so it's a little over the top but you know it's I'm completely organized and um, yeah, like it's hours and hours and hours of prep work of every stage of every piece that you're um, working on. Um, yeah, it's, it's um, you know, having professional video um, videographer, the editing, um, making sure that the sequence is correct, the voiceovers, the um, yeah, you name it. It's just um, a massive project. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it's it's something to be proud of, and you know, I just um, yeah wanted wanted to present contemporary signature techniques that are unique to me, and um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but it's it's worth it, I think. And so you're based in Geelong. Are you working with um, local creatives there? What what's the team you have involved in the the process? I, well, it's just me at the moment. No, <laughs> no, you know, no. I, I do have a little team. Yes, I've got a photographer. I have a videographer. Um, and yeah, now that we can all see each other again, it's lovely. Back to recording and um, getting on to some um, more courses, which is super exciting. So they'll be released um, coming up soon, which is great. Um, so yeah, look, it's just um, oh, my best friend actually is my voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you've, got to, you've got to use what you can with your resources when you when it, you know, but it's no different to when, okay, I'll just go on a tangent here. It's no different to that time when I entered the millinery award and found my model at um, Dan Murphy's. So, you know, you've just got to work with what you have and see the talent in others. So, yeah. Pull from the teams around you. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we're in most of the world is in lockdown still due to COVID and the Hat Atelier launched just a couple of weeks ago. Was that a was that timing planned, or did you respond to what was happening in the world? How how has COVID affected what you've done with your launch? Yeah, look, it looks interesting because I had my um, I had my courses sitting there and I had my site ready to go, but. Um, as I've spoken about in the last podcast in um, terms of self-doubt and entering the millinery award and how, you know, it's scary it is and I'm not sure if it's good enough. And I kind of had this site just sitting there and it would have been two months and I just was procrastinating and it doesn't sell. And my partner's like, well, it's not going to bloody sell if you don't release it. So it was one of those situations where it was just like that anxiety of I'm just not sure and I don't know if it's perfect enough. 
And so I hesitated and hesitated. And of course, the whole world basically went into lockdown. And I thought, oh my God, what the hell was I doing? I should have released it sooner. Um, and so I was in two minds about it. I just thought, God, what, what do I do? Do I not release it? Um, is it really, it's, is it bad timing? Um, but really, you know, I sort of thought about what is it that I was representing with Hattatelia and the online courses. And I thought, well, the whole point of why I'm doing it is to inspire other milliners around the world. And now, I know it's an unfortunate situation what's happening in the world, but if I can bring some sort of hope, some sort of joy, inspiration to those that are in lockdown, um, in, you know, now's as good a time as any to um to re to launch it and release it so i did and um yeah it turns out it was a a great time because so many people have emailed me and just said you know like it's just so lovely to be able to keep busy um to, to be interactive to learn something new to make use of the time that i'm in lockdown and um to keep challenging myself and um and growing my millinery business so you know i'm really pleased that um <laughs> Finally, I released it after procrastinating. Um, but yeah, look, you know, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to be perceived and how it would go. And I was, of course, I was thinking, oh God, maybe no one will buy any and this the whole thing might crash and all that hard work is for nothing. But, you know, I think now more than ever, it is the way of the future online, online courses, um, virtual courses. And um, yeah, I'm just glad that it's finally launched after my self-doubt. <laughs> Well, it's out there and the website is looking um, fantastic. It's um, very, I, uh, for those who um, might be interested, how do they need to create a login? What's the process for uh, signing up for a course? Yeah, sure. So, um, so it's www.hadatelia.com. Um, and all you have to do is if you want to go on there and just, just if you want to view the free millinery tips and tricks and they'll be, um, it's a growing library of, um, of tips that I'll be releasing as videos every couple of weeks. And um, if you just want to view those free of charge, you can just go onto the website and you, all you have to do is sign up. And it's just a case of putting in your name and your email address and that's it. You will then access it onto the dashboard and you can view that um, whenever they're released um no, it doesn't cost you anything <laughs> just do that so that's just my little gift i guess um to inspire others um but yeah that, that that's basically it. And, and there are courses on there if you wanted to have a look at them and purchase them but um yeah that, that's how it works <laughs> and so within the courses um do the students learn to make an entire piece are they replicating what you're doing what's the kind of process of the class yeah, sure. So the online courses that um, I have there at the moment, one is the floating headpiece, and that is based on my um, red hat that won the Maya Millinery um, Award at the Fashions on the Field um, on Oaks Day in 2018. Um, and yeah, that um, it, the floating head piece is essentially a beautiful headpiece with that beautiful spiky trim. Um, yeah, so that course steps you through all the text techniques you need to make um, a smaller version, but you can, the way you take that design is um, up to you. Um, and then, so yes, they will make an actual complete piece, which is pictured um, in the online course um, uh, little image photo. Um, and then there is another course which is blocked um, headbands, but they're, they're really chunky style blocked headbands and they're using the Hat Blocks from Hat Blocks Australia, which I've designed for um, Daryl Osborne um, at Hat Blocks Australia. And um, 
that is stepping through the whole process of um, yeah, blocking, um, wiring, assembling, covering, um, attaching an, an inner headband and making a beautiful blocked headband with trimming ideas and different techniques. So yeah, those, those two courses actually step you through it and the virtual courses as well, um, which are live, um, um, are focused on beautiful pearl headbands and headpieces, um, which I've been doing of late um, in my um, collections so yeah and you do you finish a whole piece there as well which is good <laughs> and as some of your students might be uh, milliners who are selling their work to their own client base what's your kind of advice or um, not necessarily policy that's quite formal but what's your um, suggestion to them about with the pieces that they finish and the techniques they learn from you how they should or could adapt that to their their own styles yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's funny because I think, um, look, you know, all I can say is put your own spin on it. And I say this to my students all the time. And, you know, um, I've attended other milliners um, workshops and I am absolutely in love with the techniques that they do. Like they make, might make beautiful wide brimmed hats and I'm like, oh, they're amazing. And I'll go and I'll make one. It'll take me forever. And I think, how's this viable? Because they do it so quickly and what's wrong with me and all of that. But um, I also then think, well, is this really me? And it's not. And as much as I love it and appreciate the um, technique that they've taught me, I, I can, you know, take those little techniques and adapt it in some way completely different to another material. So, look, what I'd say is absolutely, if you want to produce exactly the same piece that I teach in my courses, I will not bat an eyelid, like go for it and good on you. And it's um, amazing um, to do that because, um, you know, you're learning the exact techniques, but, you know, definitely put your own spin on it. And what I mean by that is um, go searching for different materials, you know, go to Bunnings, go to hardware stores, go to bead shops, go to, you know, unusual little fabric shops you've never been to before, or op shops for some old vintage material that you might pop onto the blocked headband and cover it with. So, you know, it's um, all well and good to learn the techniques, um, but yeah, just try some different signature trims that are unique to your style. And, you know, it's hard because when a milliner is starting out, um, they don't necessarily have a signature technique. And I know that that was me for years. Um, and I didn't want my work to look like others, but I didn't really know what else to do. I was just kind of like stuck. I thought, well, a hat's a hat. It's got a crown and it's got a brim and you put a flower on it or a feather. And like, that was really it. You know, 24 years ago, we're talking and there was no... Um, uh, you know, social media, no websites. There was none of that. I couldn't get inspiration really, unless there was something in the Herald Sun newspaper from the fashions on the field on the weekend or something. Um, you know, so it was, it's a very different world that we were living in. So, you know, there, there's some wonderful inspiration that you can just get at, at your fingertips on your iPhone now, but um, it's just trying to set your own style and that will come from uh, practice, practice, practice and playing with other materials. Um, and uh, that's what I did for years. I just thought, well, bloody hell, I don't know how to use that straw or I don't know how to block that. So I'm just going to use this, which no one else is using because I don't know how to do the other thing. <laughs> and so I guess a lot of my, my signature style came from doing what others weren't because I didn't know what, what else, what to do with what they were doing. So... <laughs> Really? So yeah, I don't know. That's a very long winded answer as well. But you know, just um, 
take from it what you will, but just try and um, develop something different in that piece that is uniquely yours. Yeah. That's a, and you are a big advocate like um, quite a few other milliners I know of looking for alternative um, fabrics. And yeah. um, when you're looking, when you're walking through the aisles of Bunnings, for example, you mentioned, yeah. um, what are you looking for in those materials or what makes you go, oh, I think that's a possibility for a hat? Well, I mean, only the other day I was, I mean, look, other people have done this. This is no, nothing different, but you know, you're unwrapping the mandarins from the little bag that you get from Aldi and it's all plastic like netting and you know I was like oh might be able to put that on a headpiece or over over a button hat that I've blocked like absolutely things like that but you know it, look I don't know and and look believe me I have bought some absolute doozies where I'm like this will be amazing and then I have a go at it and I'm like what was I thinking <laughs> Um, so there's definitely a box of um, rejects going on in this studio. Um, but yeah, look, I don't know. I, I just walk along and it might be, um, I don't know, a net, like a netting or um, some sort of tubing. And I think, and I, I will touch it and play with it. And that's what we do is we touch, we play, we move. How does it move? Will it bend? Could I put wire in it? Um, so it's really um, just having a feel for the fabric. And I think, knowing a fabric's limitations like many a time over the years when I was first starting out I thought oh I love that I'm going to make that into such and such and when you're going against the grain and it simply will not do what you want it to do um you're pushing you know s up hill up the hill <laughs> I won't say because I swear but you know what I mean <laughs> It's just not going to work. So you, um, you know, you've got to work with the material and deal with its limitations and don't force it. If it doesn't want to go in that direction and it's not going to hold unless you put an immense amount of concrete glue to hold it there. Like it's just, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just, um, and it's not that I have, I'm the only one that has a knack or I have a knack for finding um, materials like that. I just, it's just playing and just keeping your eye out constantly thinking, well, I'm just going to have a little hunt around in, in this corner of the fabric store and see what they've got here in the fake flower section. And could I spray paint that? And could I add some beads or, you know, it's just, um, I buy a lot of little things as samples, bring them home, have a play with them, um, see how I can change it and does it look good. And to be honest, sometimes it's just like, oh my God, that looks so bad, it's so dorky, or that is just looks like the cheapest nasty thing that you'd buy from the $2 shop. So you have to be wary and careful about that. No. And how have you found, um, so Hat Atelier is launched, but you also have your own label of hats that you're making. How have you found, um, where your business is up to with COVID and your design process or where you're up to in your year? Oh my God, probably at a standstill and that's by choice. Um, look, I, I would say I'm prob probably one of the milliners that um, loves Spring Carnival, loves the lead up to it, but pretty much wants a rest the rest of the year. So, um, you know, I, I, certainly, I don't design an autumn collection. I don't intend to. Um, I love the time off from that time of the year. Um, I don't really do bridal pieces. I have made for brides last year, but um, it's certainly not my focal point. And now that I've got the two businesses going on, um, it's really nice to have a break. So Spring Carnival last year was absolutely nuts. And that was on the back of making headpieces for the JLo tour. So it was a really big year. Um, and once Spring Carnival was over, I was straight into um, finishing off filming and um, setting up Hat Atelier. 
And um, yeah, so I don't know, I, I guess I can't really answer that because I haven't really um, done much except for prep work for teaching. So um, look, you know, all I can say with this downtime is just skill up and just um, keep, your, keep your hand in it. And I am still making in the sense that when I'm teaching and teaching um, virtual classes, I am actually making a whole headpiece. So, um, but yeah, when it comes to, I don't know, like people have sort of said to me, do you think there'll be a spring carnival? And um, I don't want to say no in case there is, but I mean, I, I'm just not sure. I mean, it, how will it pan out? I mean, uh, Royal Ascot's um, actually happening, but no one's going to it. So, you know, it's a little bit difficult to have, um, 30 people deep standing on the fence line um, near the roses at Flemington Racecourse with the um, Melbourne Cup winner running past. So um, as much as that would be a lovely scene to see um, in, a, in a few months time, I'm just not sure if it will happen and if it does, um, what sort of demand there will be for headwear at this stage. So um, look, you know, hopefully um, something's done with virtual fashions on the field and, um, you know, still um, helping everyone along to sell hats. So yeah, um, not too sure if I'll be doing a spring collection this year. Anyway, we'll see. Watch this space. I might smash one out in five days. We'll just see. Because <laughs> I usually only take five days to do it anyway. I'm like, oh my God, the photo shoot's next week. I better do something. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> And it's an interesting time and it'll be interesting to see um, like where we'll be responsive to what happens in terms of restrictions and um, businesses will prepare in the best way that they can to respond. Yeah, I know. I know. Look, you know, as long as everyone's safe, that's the main thing. And safe and wearing a hat. Safe and wearing a hat and doing Except some professional development. <laughs> Could we get a little sneak peek? Do you know what is planned for your next release of your course? What can um, Hatelier fans look forward to seeing next? It's, it's, it's difficult because I've had so many requests for certain courses um, since I released Hatelier and they're on, they're on this spreadsheet of what to do next um, and but I also know what I want to do as well so I'm um, tossing between which one um, you know will I release first and uh, finish off filming so yeah there's quite a bit going on at the moment so um, once it's released you'll see <laughs> right, we'll have to wait in anticipation then yeah yeah <laughs> Thank you so much for talking hats with me again, Rebecca. And for those, for those who want to have a listen back to your other podcast where we talked about your award-winning hat, um, you said you haven't had a listen yet. Is that right? I haven't. I started to listen to it and I was like, oh, my God, I sound terrible. I can't even listen. So, yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Millinery Info with Rebecca. If you haven't had a chance to scroll back in the feed and listen to our previous podcast with Rebecca, we chat about her award-winning hat and the other aspects of her millinery career. We'd like to thank our Patreon podcast sponsors for making this episode possible. The Millinery Association of Australia, Catherine Cherry Millinery, Hat Academy, The Essential Hat, Louise McDonald Milliner, Hat Atelier, and Hatter's Millinery Supplies. You can find a link to each of their businesses in our show notes, either through your podcast app or our website. Would you like to become a sponsor of this series? We'd love to welcome you to our support team. 
Podcast sponsorship is from $15 per month and is run through a platform called Patreon. As part of your sponsorship, you receive a thank you in our monthly podcasts, linked to your business on our website and in the Millinery Info newsletter. We have a wonderful collection of previous episodes. You can find them all on our website or in your favourite podcast app. Remember to subscribe so you can find out when our latest podcast is released. We hope you've enjoyed this episode with Rebecca and we look forward to bringing you another episode soon.